A very merry post-Christmas to all of you loyal garage logicians that listen to the podcast. We thank you very much. And again, we ask that you patronize our advertisers who are so very loyal to us as well. It's the Rook. This is post-Christmas 1227 recorded podcast. Will not get an official number, though the podcast does approach number 300 coming up soon. Uh, of course, I'm going to give you your Christmas light rivalry fix, but I also found a couple of extra bonus segments where Joe discovers an old school tree lot in St. Paul and uh, wants to take a couple of shifts. Two quick segments that uh, we'll add on this year. So without further ado, let's hit the music. Stephen C. Anderson playing little jingle bells, and uh, let's get to it. Thank you for being very loyal, loyal Garage Logic podcast listeners. And again, we've got some advertising that you want to uh, uh, patronize, and we'd appreciate it. So let's get to it. Such wants to work the tree lot. I heard the ad earlier for the uh, Great Living American Christmas tree lot behind uh, St. McLaren's Church in downtown Garage Logic. Yeah. And the men have a little something to uh, keep you warm on the inside, if you know what I mean. I heard the ad. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I literally uh, remember uh, Christmas tree lots like that. Uh, up behind the church with strings of lights, <laughs> rows of trees, yeah. and the guys, you know, the guys working the lot, yeah. all of whom probably had a little something on the side <laughs> because it was just a festive place to be. Does that still exist? Yes, it does. Uh-huh. I was wondering. Uh, I was curious. Uh, <laughs> I worked at one. Uh... <laughs> I was curious if uh, if you had any uh, personal experience. <laughs> I worked at one last night. That's why you moved back to town. That is why. You know what I had? And I never do this. I've had a cigar sitting in my refrigerator because huh. I don't really have a humidor. I bet that was nice. It was pretty hacked up. But I pulled that baby out, set him off to the tree lot, sponsored by Summit, an advertiser on your program. Holy cow, sponsored by Summit. And, up uh, behind the church? Right in the church. Was, was there was there strings of? It's all strings with the of, big with the big bulbs. The remember the big yeah, uh, bulbs. Yeah, this one has a whole bunch of. It's wood. There's you know it's all wood. It's yeah. rickety. There's a trailer that you can go into and can warm you up. smell? Can you smell the trees? Yeah. Oh boy. There's a roaring fire. Going oh on. I mean, boy. I might have, we may have stole this uh, spot from the lot up there in Wellesley, but it was. <laughs> and they're out of Frasers. Frasers are so a it's a it's treat. a successful lot. Yeah, the men's club runs it, and they and on a charity deal, and uh-huh. it was packed. Well, it's not a charity deal; it's a church deal. Well, right. I mean, it goes to the kids at, right. the, at the school and at it's the a, church. So, and then I think uh, uh, you and you know next year I might drag you over there. For you two had, hours. Do, you, do you have another? You, sh- you know what? You would love to do oh, that. Do you have another shift this year? I, I think it was so successful. I think it ends this weekend. Uh huh. Next you, year, you out though, of trees. Uh, well, they're out of Frasers. They got balls. They got a whole bunch of other ones left, but they were going fast. It's not going to last till Saturday. See, as the world threatens to end, mm-hmm. uh, I, I take solace in some of these uh, quainter customs. You would have loved it for two hours last night. Well, I wish you would have told me. Yeah, but uh, now you know that there's one left that you can go ahead. I mean, we were smoking cigars and, you know. A little something there. Huh? <laughs> and people were putting them on the trees and telling people, don't go over 10 miles per hour because I don't know if I tied this. You mean people were putting them on cars? The trees on the cars, yes. Tying them. I got excited there for a second. Right. Yeah, it was great. I think Wednesday night is mine. Yep. You've had a couple, haven't yes, you? Yes, I had two already. And I, I got a little tip today out of the paper. What I'm going to tell uh, customers? Yes, I'm going to every tree they look at. I'm going to say that the uh, it really holds its needles. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's going to be your Columbo clothes. That's it. One gonna, more thing. Uh... Uh, this thing really holds its needles. <laughs> I don't care what kind it is. And they, Balsam free. Whatever. It, whatever. When they ask me anything special about this tree, I'm going to say, "Wow, this one really holds its needles." Because I was reading about, uh, in the uh, Star Tribune today, I was reading about the Fedorowski family. Okay. They've been selling Christmas trees since 1926. Quite some time, 80 plus years. Well, you know, as the generations have come and gone, they've they've kept selling Christmas trees. All right. And, uh, and I started reading, uh, Stan Fedorowski uh, was, was talking about the various kinds of Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. And invariably, no matter what kind it is, he threw in there, they all hold their needles. <laughs> oh, Scotch <that's> pine. 
He says, we cut them first because they hold their needles best. They hold best. their needles. And then it gets down. He says, uh, balsam fir mm-hmm. holds the needles. Mm-hmm. Um, Fraser fir, the needles hold on forever. Right. Those are the best. Flock. They don't talk about the needles. Now, he does say. You know how to fl- you know how to, Can I tell you about a flock tree, though? Yeah. Really holds its needles. Does it? Yeah. Well, sure, because they're glued on. Exactly. Now, uh, for a spruce tree, he. Uh, he would say, he said, we've cut those last because they didn't hold their needles. So that that would be, but even if somebody says, well, how about this spruce? I right. think I'm just going to say, really holds its needles. <laughs> I picture you out there, earmuffs and a, and a red scarf right. and a jacket with some working gloves a and cap. a cap, you know. Well, I mean, really? you, you, hey, you, hey. you have to, really I mean, I'm going to have a shift Wednesday night. It's behind uh, uh, St. McLaren's there, mm-hmm. the little, it's lit, uh, the lit parking lot in back. It's got those electric lights. Right. right and I uh, and I, I think when you're working the lot, you need the lingo. Mm-hmm. And I well, don't really. want to move some product. Yeah, got to move better. trees. Right, right. And I don't know a lot about uh, uh, Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. But I think that's something to throw around. I think that's something to toss into a conversation. Well, it, plus, if you, you know, you throw that line in there, you're out there working the lot and you sell to the Johnsons, and then they go home and their neighbors say, man, is that a beautiful tree? Yeah, and then they'll say, Joe told us it really holds its needles. Right. So then the Murrays next door just run over to the, the lot and buy from you again. Um, Norway pine. What about it? Uh, they me. say that uh, the Federowskis say they're not selling. Uh, they let most of those go to timber. And uh, uh, scotch pines, um, uh, the mom of uh, Stan Federowski, Inez, says the trunks are always crooked on a scotch pine. Really? See, that's something else I could do. Well, you, I think you should take notes now. You've well, got I'm gonna, several I, items. I, well, I clipped this out of the paper. Oh, okay. And I'm going to keep it like this, and then somebody's going to ask me about something, and I'll... I'll go like this. You're going to go to your hip immediately. Right. Put that. Put yourself between the paper and the the purchaser, and then give me another line. Uh, I'm no, going to buy say, something. Uh, How about say, that spruce? No, they'll, well, spruce. Tell me about that spruce. And then I, I go like this. That. Yeah. I go. Uh, you know, we we <laughs> just cut this. We bring these into the lot last. Sure. Okay. Why? Well, they they don't hold their needles as long as others. But the 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 positive way to look at this, sir, is yes. this tree just arrived here. So it's uh, so it's fresh. It's, it's going fresh. to hold its needles right. through Christmas because you held off on cutting it. I see your logic. Sure, there. I'll yeah. take two. Now ask me about. Um, Tell me about the uh, balsam fir. And I go like this. Yeah, do you, uh, just give me one selling point. To... Well, you know, balsam smells the best, and they what? really hold their needles. <laughs> And I'd like you to tell me about the Fraser fir. Fraser is a hot tree. I want you to look at me the whole time. I don't want you to look at your hip. It's a hot tree right now. (laughs) It's a very hot tree right now. You know, let me tell you something, too. The needles last forever on this tree. So it's going to last a while. Absolutely. And you know what? This tree is a very nice fragrance. Really? I thought you just told me the balsam's fir uh, has has got quite a fragrance. Balsam? Uh, (laughs) They... they, they smell the best, and it's a tie for how long they hold their needles with the uh, with the Fraser. Your, uh, it's not as hot. Your as lab tre- experiments have told. That. No, I, I would say it's not as hot a tree as a Fraser. <laughs> oh, okay. Fraser is leaving the lot. We can't keep right. Fraser's. You in want stock. them now? You got to buy right you now. You want a Fraser? I'd act tonight. Right. You're gonna take a you're gonna take a spruce out of here. Remember, we just got those. Right. And if you want a balsam, smell the best. Hold the needles. So I got you covered. Well, I think we'll uh, we'll go ahead and take one. Uh, scotch. But you I didn't think ask me about a scotch. Oh, a scotch pine. Scotch I love pine. scotch pine. But give me a. I'd like to know. We I cut gotta... these first. Oh, you, okay. These are the first trees to arrive from the woodlot because well, they hold their needles longer than all of the other ones I've told you that hold their needles. Because if I'm going to spend this money, I need to go something back. Thirty years ago, I would something. say I would say something like, thirty years ago, this was your big seller. It's fallen off a little because you're uh, – I'm looking on my cheat sheet now. Right, right. Your Fraser fur is very hot right now. But 30 years ago, scotch is what people did. They went scotch like crazy. We sold them uh, like crazy. You know, you'll get a crooked trunk. You'll well, get a crooked if, trunk. If you get over the imperfect trunk. turn it. Turn it to get the oh, full – okay. To get the full uh, effect. Effect. Right. Right. Back with the Christmas light rivalry. Winter is underway, and at uh, EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake on Highway 61, you'll find that full line of Yamaha snowmobiles, crossovers, and ATVs. 
And if they didn't sell out for Christmas, there's 10 different youth models of ATVs in stock. And you slip them the old I'm a GLer and I hear you on the podcast, you'll get a free helmet with every gas ATV. You want to turn errands uh, into adventures next spring? All electric bikes are on sale. And uh, all scooters are in sale, uh, on sale. And I've uh, uh, repeatedly gotten it wrong, and people think I've told you that the sp- uh, scooters can go 75 to 100 miles an hour. No, I meant they can get 75 <laughs> to 100 miles per gallon. Really thrifty, thrifty transportation and great service. Don't worry about that. Tim sends a truck through town, and if you need service on anything you've purchased from EcoFund Motorsports, They'll take it back to the shop, service it, and bring it back to you. EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. Thank you, Suchi Boy. You asked for it. By the way, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Store may have supplied you with your Christmas tree, garland, wreath, whatever the case may be. But they're open year-round and can help you with every single holiday item you need. Or maybe it's just a wall plate for that uh, light switch. They can do that as well. You want it, you want it, you got it. Christmas light rivalry segment number one. Say I've uh, been working on this little scheme that I wanted to pull on my neighbor for almost a year since I uh, had heard some of the stories that people had called in with uh, Christmas lights and things that they, uh, practical jokes that they pulled on their neighbors. Mm -hmm. So here's what I did. I live out in the country and I'm quite a ways away from my neighbor. So I had to figure out how to connect into my neighbor's electrical outlets in his barn that he used for his Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. So what we did was we went to the uh, local establishment and we bought about 2,500 feet of electrical wire. Mm-hmm. We ran the electrical wire while he was at church one weekend over to the one side of his barn and back. Mounted a switch right outside my patio door where I could see his house and his lights. Mm-hmm. The next Sunday, while he was at church, I went over, got into his barn, and hooked up to the electrical outlet that he uses for his Christmas lights, the wires that I ran. Mm-hmm. Well, Sunday night comes, and he's outside, and turns on his lights, and I waited for a little bit, and he's kind of standing there admiring his thing, and I reached out my patio door and flicked the switch, and his lights went off. <laughs> And I did it, hooked it up so that it would only shut off part of them. Mm -hmm. But they're the ones that are the highest up on his barn. Mm -hmm. So he stands there for a little bit. He runs in the barn and flicks a few switches. And I turn the switch back on when he comes back out so it looked like they were on. You're (laughs) not, you didn't do this now. You did not set this up to rob him of electrical power. You did it to just drive him nuts. Just to drive him crazy. You know, I'm telling you, I've been laughing so hard this weekend, my stomach hurts. <laughs> Every time he would walk out of the barn, he'd get about halfway over, and he'd stop and turn, you know, to admire his work. Yep. And I'd hit the switch. <laughs> so, last 9.30, he's up on the barn, <laughs> taking his lights down. <laughs> and he's fiddling with them and messing with them. But okay, I'm going to drive over there. Yeah. Hey, what are you doing up there? <laughs> I, I turned the switch on so the power's right. Mm-hmm. Jump in the car and drive over. Man, I just wanted to come and compliment you on your light. Mm-hmm. Oh, he says, yeah, but God, I don't know what's wrong. He says, I got this one group up here. It comes on and goes off, and I don't know. I must have something wrong, and so I'm checking them out. Mm-hmm. Well. Geez, I don't know. I said, did you put like one of them flasher bolts? No, no, I got them so they're on all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, plug them in. Let's see what happens. So he plugs them in. Of course, they work. I said, well, looks like you got your problem fixed. I'm going to head home. <laughs> I went home, and in the meantime, you know, he's put his ladder away and everything else. But Getting he's ready to be proud again. <laughs> yeah, he thinks he's got it fixed, right? <laughs> so... As I as I watched him, he gets to the house and he turns around and gives it one more look and I hit the switch. <laughs> Next thing he's got him and his wife out in the yard and I'm standing at the house and I turn them on and turn them off. And I turn them on and turn them off. <laughs> now, he, 
He hasn't figured out yet what I've done. Oh, what and if the he... only way he's going to be able to figure it out, I actually ran it into his box in the barn. Right. So there's no way. I mean, he can't see the wires. I made sure I got him up in the rafters and everything. Well, this so, is fantastic. So he calls me. Mm-hmm. Is says, this guy a good friend of yours? Oh, yeah. We're really good buddies. All right. Yeah. yeah. We're really good buddies. He calls me up. He says, Greg... I got the dangest thing going on. I, I can't figure out what's going on with my lights. He said, just a few minutes ago, he said, they're going on and off and on and off. <laughs> he said, I, I even went out to the barn after you left and, and tore apart the socket to see if maybe there was a short in there. But uh-huh. everything's perfect. I don't understand what's going on. This is pretty good. Well, so to tell you what, when I get home Monday night, we'll take a look at it and see what we can figure out. And, yeah. I'll come help you. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, that's great. He said, why don't you bring your ladder and we'll, you know, go up. So tonight I'm going to go up. We're going to check everything out. Mm-hmm. And obviously everything's going to work. And you'll just be, it'll be perfect. Yep. And I'm going to go home and I'm going to let him savor it for one night that it yep. works. <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow night, he always goes out to feed the animals. And as soon as I see him walking towards the barn... <sighs> And turn the lights on. And if he steps outside and waits to switch again. <laughs> what if the guy's listening to the show? Well, he he's a paramedic. He could very easily be listening to the show. I, I'm not sure if he oh. listens. Yeah, I never did think about asking him that. <clears throat> even even if he is listening, Joe, yeah. it's already been well worth it. Oh, I wish I knew where you guys were. I'd come out there and park just to watch this. Well, this is pretty good. See, what I like about it is you've, you've spun off. Remember last year the guy called, and he he was running his lights off his neighbor's electricity. I thought about that. But no, but you, you've not... taken it to a new level. You're merely having fun, but you're not draining this guy's electricity. You've just run a switch to your house so you can drive the guy nuts. Yeah, see? Oh, this is Which good. Is more this is more fun. The hardest sell was, you know, obviously to the wife, well, what do we need all this wire for? You know you know what would really blow his mind? If somehow you could get over there without him knowing it and exchange uh, a whole string of white lights for for colored ones. Oh, that's a good idea. And, and then all of a sudden... When he goes to church. Right, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> they're, they're running fine, they go off, they come back on, they're red. The guy will go nuts. Let me say to the guy, what the heck did you put color bulbs in there yeah. for? I thought you had all white. Yeah, hey, buddy, you know, Dwayne, when we checked these, they were all white. What's going on? I've got a, I've got a group of red lights that I haven't put up yet this year. <clears throat> well, the image that I like here is this Greg standing on his deck <laughs> watching this, see. <laughs> what uh, suburb are you in? I live out towards Young America. Yeah. Norwood, Young America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you gotta you gotta keep us tuned in now for chapter two. Oh yeah. If you do anything else, you gotta let us know. Oh, I definitely will. All right. I definitely will. All right. If I don't drive him insane first. All right. Goodbye. Thanks, Joe. Bye. Bye. The guy really was pleased with himself. Oh, he was. I don't blame him. That's I, pretty I good. I am too. See, because you're over there, just flick, and you just <laughs> oh, it's a little flick, and the guy's gonna go nuts. And he turns it on and starts scratching his head. What the heck? Especially if the guy. If the neighbor is uh, handy with elect with electrical work, See, to me it wouldn't wouldn't even be funny because I would have assumed that it wouldn't work. <laughs> so I just let it go. Well, they they come on once in a while. GLers have made Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meat Market in Hugo their go-to destination for every form of meat you want, including some uh, emails we've gotten recently from people who've got their smoked hams from Grunhofer's and said it was the talk of their entertainment. They're, it's a truly fabulous meat market. Garage logicians have met each other there. They've signed the uh, they've signed the documentation at the register that they heard about Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats on the podcast. Uh, and, uh, you know, this, we started by ra- uh, 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 raving about 130 different flavors of pork brats, which must be grilled, but that's only the beginning. Choice bone-in and boneless prime rib roast, 
double smoked hams, choice tenderloin, smoked salmon, lamb chops, and roasts and pickled herring. It's really, really a bunch of professional meat cutters who know what they're doing. And they'll also provide you some uh, cooking and grilling tips in the event you're interested. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meat Market is at the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. Joe! How careful do we have to be? <laughs> We're okay, buddy. He hasn't figured it out yet? We're okay. <laughs> Did you go rheostat? Here's here, here's what happened last night. All right. Got home, put the rheostat in. <laughs> now, he, he had called me, and we talked about fixing what he thought was a problem. Right. Let me interrupt you. Let me set this up again for people uh, just tuning in who didn't hear. Uh, Greg has run about, uh, what, 2,000 feet? Uh, pretty close to about 2,300, I think. 2,300 feet of electrical wire to his neighbor and uh, ran it back to his house so he can uh, really uh, fool with the neighbor's Christmas tree lights. Okay, pick up the story. And uh, and let's make sure that everybody understands. I'm not stealing any electricity or anything. No, you're just turning on on and off his lights. We're just messing with his mind a little bit. Right. So anyway, we got the rheostat in. Throw the ladder on the truck, and we run over. Climb up on the barn, and we're looking and talking. He says, you know, I don't, I don't know. And I said, well, you know what I think it is. I've been thinking about it. I think what happens is because when the wind blows, maybe it's got a little bit of a short in it. I think let's just. Take this section down, mm-hmm. go into town, buy a new set of lights, and put them up. Yeah. Great idea, he said. So away we went. Get back. We put them up. Put all the lights up and everything, and and turns them on. Of course, they work. Mm-hmm. Everything looks great. Mm-hmm. Well, last night, we didn't mess with him. We wanted him to, you know, revel a little bit in his glory. Absolutely. But now tonight? Yeah. <laughs> As soon as I see him outside yep. and the lights go on, yep. we're going to just slowly turn them <laughs> I know you got to get going to uh, to Patrick, but uh, no, boy, I could have told you some stories. He was in. He was just fit to be tied last night. No, Patrick's not going to be on today. So oh. I got I got another minute here. We can talk. <laughs> well, he he said, "Man, I drug my wife out here." I couldn't figure out what's going on. Yeah. The lights go on, lights go off. Right. I checked all the connections, all the plug-ins, thought I blew a fuse. I walked back outside, I look at the lights, they're off. Oh, this is unbelievable. All of a sudden, the lights come on. <laughs> Wait till they dim on the guy. What? What's going on? Yeah. So, I let somebody else that lives out by me in on the little secret, and he says, well, here's what you got to do. You dim him, and after you mess with him tonight, and he calls you back up and wants to, you know, have you come and, and help him again, mm-hmm. says you want to make sure that you don't get too far, because if he calls an electrician out to see what's going on, obviously you're going to get busted. Mm-hmm. So he says maybe what you want to do is mess with him again tonight, mm-hmm. and uh, then leave him on for a couple of nights, mm-hmm. mess with him again on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So we're going to mess with him tonight a little bit, see what happens. I'm sure I'll get a phone call from him. And uh, we tried to set up the video camera last night from the deck to see if we could actually you know, see anything mm-hmm. or focus on anything, and it's just it's too dark. How far away is he? Oh, he's probably, in city terms, probably two blocks, maybe, somewhere in that neighborhood. But you can clearly see when he comes outside. Oh, yeah. From your deck. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now tonight you'll try the uh, the rheostat. The, the rheostat is it, and it, it is ready to go. Yes. All right, you got to call us tomorrow. Oh yeah, we will. All right, call tomorrow. I will. All right, thank you. Have a good night. All right, folks. all right. Bye. Oh, it's going to be wild. The guy will be out tonight, warm, really proud of his work, and the dimming will start. Gellers, once again, I'm very happy to tell you about a wonderful place to sit and enjoy a delicious meal, some great ambiance. And keep a restaurant alive that's been around for three generations. They're doing well, and they're so happy that so many garage logicians have been uh, that listen to the podcast have been stopping by Jack's Cafe in Northeast Minneapolis. Jack's Cafe, J A X C A F E dot com. Jackscafe dot com. Billy does a wonderful job with his staff. Their chefs put together delicious meals. In fact, if you're looking for a nice little date night, maybe a little New Year's Eve, whatever the case may be, get in touch with them right now. They have special holiday hours, which you want to go to their website to find out when they're open, how late, what's the last seating, etc. 
So, jackscafe.com. If you want to talk to someone in person, you call 612-789-7297. If you're just going for a regular date night with your sweetie, ask about the GL Rookie Date Night VIP menu. $99 per couple. There's four courses. You've got several different choices from prime rib, salmon, pan-roasted chicken breast, butternut squash, ravioli, grilled pork chop, and there's tornadoes of beef tenderloin, which are fabulous. So you got many different choices, and it includes a bottle of wine. For 100 bucks. that is a bargain and a half. I want you to get in touch with those guys over at Jack's Cafe, 612-789-7297. They're on uh, 1928 University Avenue Northeast, right at 20th. Hey, 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 got you there. All right, uh, tell them the Rook sent you, and uh, enjoy the uh, backyard outside the patio. You don't have to go outside, but it's just neat to check out. They've got it all set for the holidays. Jack's Cafe, online at jackscafe.com. And now let's get back to Sushi Boy and the Christmas Light Rivalry, segment number three. All right, now for the third day in a row, the update from Norwood Young America on the Christmas tree light prank. Greg. Hey, Joe. How you doing? Is everything still all right? <laughs> God, life is fun. Is he is he still unsuspecting? He's got an electrician coming out today. <laughs> yeah, but that... But, but you got to understand, Joe, it, it, it has cost me something because upon hearing this uh, last night... Yeah. I knew it was going to be caught if the electrician showed up. Right. So. Did you sneak over? I sat my alarm last night for 2 o'clock in the morning with my with my little flashlight and went over and took everything out <laughs> and pulled it back far enough away that there's no way in the world he's ever going to fight it or the electrician. Oh, this is too good to be true. Oh, man. <laughs> now, now, did you ever try the rheostat on him? <laughs> yeah, Joe, we did the rheostat. That's why you called the electrician? <laughs> Last night. Yeah? Oh, you have to go with me. <laughs> I've been laughing for 24 hours. <laughs> Last night he gets home. Yep. And... Oh, uh, <laughs> so the lights were on, and he, he came out of the barn, and I tried it, and it worked perfect, but he didn't see it because he was walking the opposite direction. Yeah. So I waited for a little while, and he came back out of the house, and as he was walking back towards the barn, I just took him really slowly, dimmed him all the way down, so he just, just barely on. Did he stop in his tracks? Stop dead in his tracks. <laughs> then I stole then slowly pushed them back up so they're on full bright again. He walked over to the bar and he's just shaking stuff. Shaking the lights like crazy with the stick. And I slowly dimmed them again. Then I brought it back up, then I quick set them off. And he, he disappeared in the barn for a little bit. Oh. He came back outside. He had his ladder, and he sat his ladder up and climbed up there. He was checking his plugs while he was checking his plugs. I had it on. Yeah. When he got to the last one, when he connected it back up, and I saw it come on, then I slowly dimmed him again. guy's going to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets off the ladder. When he gets down on the ground, I turn it back on again, and he takes his ladder and he throws it on the ground. He goes stomping off into the house, and my phone rings. It's him. It's him. And it's not on the caller ID, but I was laughing so hard I couldn't answer the phone. So I looked at the answer machine answered. <laughs> As soon as you get this message, call me. I don't know what's going on with my wife. <laughs> You're not going to believe what they're doing now. Oh. And then, if, you know, a few choice words. And <laughs> hung up. Oh, my God. So I, I get my composure and I call him back. 
I can't really say what he said, but I was like, he's telling me what his lights are doing. I said, well, I'm looking outside right now. They look fine to me. He says, yeah, but every single time I, I seem to go outside. Now, last night they weren't fine after, we, you know, we went over work on them. I thought we had it fixed. Yeah. I said, but when I go out now, he says, now they're doing the damnedest thing. <laughs> they dim all the way down. And then they slowly come back up. Oh, my God. This is the greatest. I said, well, I don't I don't know what the problem is, but I got another call. I'll call you back after bed. And I was starting to laugh. I couldn't stand. So I went back outside. And he's watching it. I'm just doing it. Back and forth. Uh, oh, my God. And pushing it up. I got it. The rheostat I got is a little slide switch. It's just perfect. Yeah. And so I pushed the switch on, and so I bought the art. So I quick jumped to my car and I drove over to see him. Mm -hmm. I said, well, "What's going on?" So he begins to tell me, and he <laughs> cussing and swearing at the barn. <laughs> Because he was wearing the lights. His wife's outside. His kids are outside. Oh. <laughs> he, he tried to explain what's going on. And he's throwing his arms here and there. Finally, him and his wife decide, okay, that's it. I'm calling my buddy, the electrician, and have him come out tomorrow and take a look. Oh, God. Figure out what's wrong. So but, of course, oh, nothing no. nothing will be wrong. I'm in trouble now. Right. So, last night I got up, went over, unhooked everything, pulled it all back through out of the barn. Right. Pulled it back over into that <laughs> kind of a low spot, about 200 feet from the barn. Right. Coiled it all up and laid it down. So now the electrician comes out when he starts to test everything. It's all going to be fine. Oh, God, help us. Oh. <laughs> now you, Then you'll rehook it up. And then, and then Sunday when he goes to church, I'll sneak back over and hook it back up. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> no one, uh, he's got to know. That everyone who listens to the radio is in on the prank now, because other people have got to know you too, and yet they're they're playing along, and no one's telling them. He doesn't know yet. Oh my God! If, if he does know, he's sure acting great. Oh, this is this is the best. This is the best. So so things are dormant till Sunday. Yeah. I'm not gonna. You can't. I don't wanna... I don't want to have to wake up and go no, no. in the middle of the night. <laughs> no, no. Sunday will be fine. So, so Sunday I'm going to go hook it up. And then I think what I'm going to do is, after I get re-hooked up on Sunday, I'm going to do it just like one time the next week. Mm -hmm. And then the next Sunday, if he's gone, <laughs> or if I notice that they're gone for any period of time, if maybe they're going to go Christmas shopping, mm -hmm. and I might sneak over there and put a different color in place of one of the colors that he has up on the house. <laughs> but I don't want to get caught because it's so much fun. I want to try and do it again next year. Oh God, this is this is this is this is just too good. This is too good. Now here's the deal. Uh, our next update from you. <laughs> Our next update from you. Let's let a few days go. But can you call me Tuesday? Tuesday. I won't be. I won't be here Monday. Yeah. You call me Tuesday, and uh, because all with all that's really going to happen between now and Sunday, the electrician's going to come over. He's going to pronounce everything fit. You're going to let the guy ride for a few days. He's going to go to church Sunday. You'll rehook up your stuff, and then Tuesday. Give us your fourth update. <laughs> and then when this is all over, you get the map, the CD, the hat, the shirt. You get it all. You get everything we got in the catalog. <laughs> and then for we'll him, you know what? For, for your buddy, too, we'll do the same thing. We'll make a GL pack for him once he finds out because he'll shoot you once he finds out. <laughs> But I don't want to find out. I want to do this again next year. All right. Well, okay. Then you you get the GL pack when this is done. Next 
Tuesday. You got that? Yep. Mum's the word. Mum's the word. You know what? We wait, we can't do this though. What do you mean? He can't milk it and then do it again next year. We need to have this guy on the, on the air though, and we need to have the other guy on there with. As no, Greg says, no, no. hey, no, if Greg wants, I to, nailed you, buddy. No, if Greg wants to pull this off again, I think that's fantastic. This could be All an right. annual GL event. Greg drives neighbor crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday, buddy. Talk to you then, Joe. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Poor guy's going to be in therapy oh, for the this next is, 15 this is years. Beautiful. Thank you for calling Euphoria's Hanorama Kwanzmas Hotline. This all-inclusive holiday info line will help you determine which holidays are appropriate for you. Please choose a number from the following options or say the word. For information on Hanukkah, press 1. For Ramadan, press 2. For Kwanzaa, press 3. For Christmas, press 4. Let's see, uh, Euphoria, I need uh, Christmas information. You have chosen Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is not just for African Americans anymore. Kwanzaa is a fairly new holiday. Kwanzaa means fruit in Swahili. You may celebrate Kwanzaa regardless of your cultural history. If you know an African American, are of African American descent, or would secretly like to be an African American, please join the Kwanzaa celebration. Kwanzaa is fun to say and may be celebrated any way you like. Christmas, what is with these people? Bing Crosby, Snow, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I want the Christmas. You have chosen Hanukkah. You'll know that you should celebrate Hanukkah if you know the meanings of the word dreidel and menorah. If you're a member of Jews for Jesus, Hanukkah may not be appropriate for you. Hanukkah is over 2,300 years old. Happy Hanukkah! Christmas! It's a fact! You have pressed an incorrect number. Christmas! I want information on Christmas! You have... You have pressed... You have pressed an incorrect number. We're sorry you're having trouble. Please say the word or press the number for the holiday of choice. Christmas! Thank you for calling the Hanorama Kwanzmas Hotline. Happy Holidays. Goodbye. Oh, poor Suchi boy. Say, listen, if you're looking for some Garage Logic gear, I know it's post-Christmas, but people have birthdays throughout the year. Go to garagelogic.com and find out all the wonderful brand new gear we have for the Garage Logic podcast. Found again at garagelogic.com. Now let's continue on with the Christmas light rivalry. Hello, Joe. How are you? Everyone's waiting for the third installment in the update. Well, hang on. Here we go. All right. (laughs) So the electrician comes out. Right. And I went over and saw him later and talked to him, and he said, yeah. Well, you had disconnected all your stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I went over over and took it all out as soon as I heard he was coming. I went over in the evening about 2.30 in the morning, and I hooked everything. Right. Pulled it all out. So I go over and talk to him, and he says, well, you have an electrician come out, and we took the box apart, and we dug through. He's here for like an hour. couldn't figure out what it was. Mm-hmm. Checked everything out. Everything seems to be okay. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I said, I looked at it. Everything seemed to be fine, and it seemed to be working. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought, okay, maybe... You know, maybe he's caught on. Maybe somebody might have let him in on the secret that listens to the radio. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, he's not really acting like he knows anything's going on. Mm-hmm. So I thought, what the hell? I'm going to do it. If I get caught, big deal. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a good time up till now. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> go back over on Sunday and I hooked it back up. Right. And I wait till Sunday night. He walks out of the house heading towards the barn and... I hurry up and ran out and got a hold of the switch and shut the lights off so I could see better. And as he was walking towards the barn, I started to dim him. <laughs> Joey stopped dead in his tracks. And I could hear him from my house. Oh, my God. Just cussing <laughs> and swearing like you can't believe. I mean, and it was not. He was having... A cat just screaming, ran in the house. Did he call next you? Thing, next thing I see, he's running out of the house, dragging his wife, pointing, screaming and howling at the barn. So I 
just slowly moved her back up till they were pretty good. <laughs> then I slowly turned them all the way down and set them off. <laughs> I hear him yelling at his wife. I got an electrician come out. The guy checks it out. He tells me there's nothing wrong. Now tell me there's something wrong with this or am I going nuts? I can hear it from the house. He's screaming so loud. <laughs> I pulled it out real slow again, pushed it back up again, oh. all right. Oh. His wife just turns around. She walks in the house. He walks over to the bar, just grabs the cord, and just yanks it across the, across the thing in the yard. Stomps into the bar and that was the end of it. Never plugged him in again. Oh. Rest of the night. Oh. So, <laughs> so I waited and went back over and talked to him the next morning before I went into work. I saw him get the kids ready for school bus. Got the office and talked to him. I said, so how's everything going? Wait till the kids get on the bus, Katie. And I was like, yeah, okay. Kids get on the bus. <laughs> get from the passenger side. Train couldn't believe this. Electrician comes out, checks the thing. Last night I'm walking outside, and the lights are going dim and back up to bright and dim and back up. He goes, Greg, I've just given up. Uh -huh. I said, I'm done. Yeah. I said, what do you mean? He goes, I'm plugging them back in again. I don't care. I'm not going to turn them back on anymore this year. <coughs> Is that where it's... Well, I said, well, you know, maybe, maybe, you know... I. I, I can't answer that for you. I don't have any idea why lights would dim. Mm -hmm. I said they're Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. You got like a setting where they dim or what? You know, plain stupid. And he says, well, no, there's no setting like that. They just thought they're on. Mm -hmm. I said, well, I don't know what to tell you. I said, well, the electrician, did you call the electrician and ask him about it? He goes, yeah, I'm going to call the electrician. He goes, I'm not going to pay for that. He said, doing the same thing it was when he got here. And he said he didn't find anything wrong. Something's got to be wrong. So I said, "Well, okay." So I come home that night. Wait, can you uh, can you can you uh, pick up the story after the news? Can you oh, sure. can you stay on hold? Sure, no oh. problem, Joe. Huh? Is Randy sure, no Meyer problem. all right? Yeah, let him go. All right, I'm keep keep, keep going, Greg. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so he calls me over and he says, "All right." Electricity's coming out. First thing tomorrow morning, we're going to get this checked out once and for all. Mm -hmm. So I I said, okay, that's it. I've had my fun. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go get the stuff, and I'm going to get it completely out of the yard. I'm going to pull it all the way back over to the house. Mm -hmm. But I went over, and I got it. I pulled it all back over to the house. I hooked it. It took me like an hour and a half. Pulled it all back over to the house. The next morning, I see the electrician there. I wanted to wait before I went into work. Mm -hmm. So I wait. I see the electrician there. So I drive over there. I said, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I said, his lights go down off, down off. Electrician goes in. He pulls the box off. He's looking all over, checks all the outlets, pulls everything apart again. He goes, I'm telling you, there's nothing wrong. My neighbor starts yelling. He goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm telling you, these Christmas lights go on and off, and they dim slow, and then they come up fast till they're all the way on or till they're all the way off. My wife saw it, my neighbor saw it, and you can't fight the problem. I'm not paying the bill. So <laughs> the electrician gets into a big screen match, and the electrician leaves. <laughs> and the electrician leaves. He looks at me, and he goes, you know what? I'm not going to turn them on. I don't care if they're working now. I'm shutting them off. That's it for the year. Oh, so, gosh. So, Joe. Yeah. I got the whole thing for next year. <laughs> and I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I've got I've got a buddy that's an electrician that's got an idea that he wants to try yeah. that he thinks we can actually make the lights pulse like in kind of like a chasing pattern. <laughs> so, so we're gonna, between now and next Christmas, we're going to work on that oh. and see if we can't pull that off. 
stay in touch. Well, we Maybe what we would do next year, I know it doesn't get dark till after you're off the air, but I thought maybe what we'd do next year is if maybe you and Ricky wanted to come out one night and watch, we'd do it when you guys could come out and watch. We'll definitely do it. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, I'm telling you, I thought he'd do what I was up to. Yeah. No clue. Stay in touch, Greg. I will. Thank you. Have a great Christmas, Joe. Same to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Is this our guy on four? Yes. you got to be kidding me. Tom. Joe. You don't know how many people have asked about you. This is Tom, the Christmas light prankster. Hey, yeah, it is. A lot of things have happened since I talked to you last. Did Did you have to move out of state? Uh, yes, sir, I did. I, uh, I now live down in Kimball, Nebraska. Did you have to move as a result of the prank? <laughs> no. Oh. If you remember, I had some problems with my father, and my father passed away, and I came down and took over the business. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Before oh. your father passed, though, did he get? Uh, did you let him in on the Christmas light rivalry bit? Oh, yeah. He he knew all along. Yeah. Okay, good. Hey, are you pulling it on somebody down in Nebraska? <laughs> not not yet, Joe. I don't know my neighbors that well. I just moved down here in October. But so. you're, you're scouting, aren't you? Well, I'm working on it. <laughs> But I but I had to call and tell you that that it'll give you a quick little update. This doesn't really have anything to do with Christmas lights, but Doug, my neighbor, ended up moving away um, uh, up in Minnesota. There, he ended up moving up to Deering, North Dakota, in well, June. Well, he was he had been and, driven crazy. And <laughs> well, we I, I don't know if you know, but we used to get each other quite often. Mm-hmm. Well, I have one of these had one of these round swimming pool things that you have there above ground they're like a three or four foot pool and i don't know the one i had i think was probably 36 or 40 feet across but it was a circular swimming pool you know the above grounds that they have in minnesota there you right. see them a lot right well a couple of years back i'd had a problem with algae in the thing and i couldn't figure out how to get rid of it or what was going on it turned the water green mm-hmm. well <clears throat> right about the time he left my water was just green as could be in my pool, and I couldn't figure out what was going on with it. So I went into my swimming pool place and told them what was going on, and they gave me the chemicals I'd need to get rid of the algae, and I put the chemicals in and opened the, pulled the cover part off of it a couple of days later, and it was still green. Mm-hmm. And the sides were green and everything else. I couldn't figure out what was going on. So I took the water in and gave it to the people to test, and they said, well, you know, this doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's really green, but all the chemicals are testing that it should be killing all this stuff out. I mm-hmm. don't understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, let's try it again. So we hit it with some more stuff. Well, after about $300 worth of chemicals in my pool, I finally took another sample in, and they sent it into a big laboratory out in New York. Mm-hmm. And we got the thing back about three weeks later, and with a very nice little note at the bottom that said, we're not exactly sure what the idea was here, but somebody put green food coloring in your swimming pool. (laughs) Well, I I found out who it was. And boy, nobody deserved it more than you. The dirty dog put green food coloring in my swimming pool, Uh and it made the sides of my pool permanently green. (laughs) So... So now, even though I do have new water in the thing, when I got ready to leave, we decided to just pitch the liner and bring the other part with us. We'll buy a new liner this next year when we put it up. When we uh, last talked to you, uh, probably around this time last year, right? You were still in town last year, weren't you? Uh, I was kind of going back and forth at that time. But you were running the prank last year, I think. Uh, no, I don't think I, I don't think I was Joe because oh, I, I was th- going to do, I was going to do it. And then, you know, things happened with my father right. and I wasn't, I wasn't around. I mean, I had everything laid out to do it. Right. So it would have been two years ago. Right. Well, the way I remember it is. I did it two years in a row and was going to do it a third and actually try and figure out a way to you, for you guys to come out and watch it. I could have sworn you did it in 98. Then you had, then you disappeared in '99, and I thought you were back last year. So maybe I got it wrong. Maybe you did it in '97, disappeared in '98, and did it again in '99. Because I know we had two years of reporting from you with a year in between. I I don't remember exactly what the days are. Staff, could you help me? I'm too old. Could you get the show notes? 
Yes. Didn't we have two years of reporting from Tom with a year in between the the pranks? The prank? You called last year. I called you last year. Yep, the, the, the Christmas of 2000. But well, wasn't my father in the hospital then? I don't know. I think you said you had some issues of some sort. Yeah, you were, but you were. You called us. I think you were pulling the rivalry last year, but you were you were in and out of town. Right. Okay. Well, we we had some stuff set up, but we didn't do anything elaborate like we did the years gone by. Right, where you drove the guy crazy. Yeah, we just stole some electricity from him that year. Right, right. But the original prank was you had it arranged where by remote control you could sit on your deck and run his lights. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he went nuts. And could do many things with his lights. Right. And he'd come out and scratch his chin and stare at him, and you'd turn him on and off. And, <laughs> and now this poor guy is living in North Dakota. That's how desperate he got. Well, what 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 reminded me to call you, actually, was I was, I was sitting down and doing some Christmas cards, and I had sent one last night to him. Mm-hmm. And I had decided in the Christmas card last night to let the cat out of the bag because I don't think he, st- I still don't think he knows it was me mm-hmm. that gave him about a, I don't know, I think it was about a six or seven hundred dollar electric bill over the years. And uh, so I sent him a Christmas card with all that information in it. So I'm assuming sometime around the first of the year I'll probably get a phone call. You might get a bill. Well, he can deduct a four hundred dollar liner right off the bat, and then say, "Okay, I owe you yeah, two hundred bucks." Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You, whatever the cost of the liner is, you can put that up against the electric bill. Joe, I'm guessing over the years we've probably cost each other a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> well, it was the all timer, and we're going to replay it at four o'clock. We're going to play some of the original calls on this rivalry, and well, they were they were fantastic. I just wanted to give you an update, and if I if I ever do find a neighbor down here that I'd feel comfortable doing the same things with, I yeah. might give a call back to you. All right, we'd appreciate it. All right, have a nice Christmas. Same to you. Yeah, bye-bye. Thank you. It's an award-winning uh, best of on Christmas Eve. Well, I mean, you know, sitting on your deck yeah. with binoculars <laughs> and watching this guy come out in the yard and absolutely playing with his mind oh. had to be, you know, do you remember he was going to have us do the show from his deck and watch him screw the guy's <laughs> mind up? Yes. But then apparently his dad got sick or something, mm-hmm. and then he began this travel schedule. Right. Because remember, we another thing we were always wondering about him, did he leave town because he was in trouble well, as, a, as a result of this? You know, no, I mean, did the neighbor you know show up with a shotgun or something? Oh, right. We yeah. were worried about him. Yeah. We were worried about his, uh, his health. Turns out everything was fine. He, he had to leave town to take care of family business. You can't beat that, though. A good rivalry like that. He mm. throws a little green food coloring in there. Mm.